0: This is a Loving Robot Podcast, recounting tales from EverQuest directly from the people who worked on it. And now here's your host, Sean Lord. Hey everybody, I'm Tom Toby. I was on EQ1 2002 at Pop till three and a half years up through Depths of Dark Hollow. I left the company for three years, came back, and I'm... Just hit 12 years. So mostly the last 12 years have been EQ2, but I'm doing as much EQ work now as I'm doing EQ2. So its you told me 20 years ago I'd be animating new monsters for EQ. I'd say you're crazy, but it's what I'm doing.
1: Yeah, 20 years. um, Damn, dude. So 18, 18,
0: 20, 2002, so 18 years ago. Yeah. Rounding up. Yeah, n- nobody stayed at a game company for 12 years back then. That was, that's no. unheard of. You just bounced around like crazy.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's weird because like, I, I'm a, I'm an army brat. And so like the idea of working for an organization for 20 years and then retiring is like, yeah. You know, my dad—that—that you know, that was the thing. My dad retired twice already, and so, like, he retired when he was thirty-seven because he joined the army when he was seventeen, and so that idea of working for a company for twenty years and then maybe being able to retire sounds magical, but even spending that much time at a game company, it's not. <laughs> I, I realize I'm—I'm going to be making games and shit forever. Tom, so your internet, we're, we're, uh, we're experiencing another one of those California internet brownouts at the moment. There for a second, I was like, is Tom just staring very intently at the screen? Where's that on my end? Yeah, Tom, Tom's a bit laggy at the moment. But we have turned up his volume. Um, yeah, so he'll be back. I'm back. Do you see me? I don't see you at the moment. I see you. All right. Let me try something on my end. See if we can get you back up. You see French bulldogs.
0: I see I see the feed again.
1: All right. So I have two and... French
0: bulldogs.
1: Cool, man. You're looking good now. Here we are. All right. So Hi again, yeah. So before you got to SOE, you're were you? Where were you in Australia, or you were you were somewhere?
0: Yeah. So um, I'm trained. I'm trained in 2D. I was an ex Disney animator, so my background was in 2D films. And I just kind of fell into the game industry. But um, right before SOE, I was I was I got a job in Australia in Brisbane with EA. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to be for two years. Uh, three weeks in, they shut down the studio, and we're like, "What are we going to do?" So they kept trying to have a game for us. This small team, they laid everybody off, but and a few others, probably because they were embarrassed. They just moved us to Australia and they tried to keep it going for a little while, but after six months, they sent us home. So we had a six month vacation in Australia. We just went everywhere on the weekends, wherever we could to see Tasmania, the barrier Mm -hmm. reef, wherever we could go. And when I came home, I didn't have a job. My wife didn't have a job and we were staying with friends in Portland. And you remember Bill Yates? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Yeah, Bill. Bill said, "Hey, they got a spot on EQ if you want to come down and apply." So they flew me down, and they were using pre-studio Max. I'd never used it, so they sit right. me in this room, and they say, "Here," and they gave me the Luckland Barbarian and the Shiknar, and I had to do a test with them. I had to do a cast with the Barbarian. And I had to do uh, just an attack with a Shignar. And I had never used the software. I didn't even know how to set a key in the thing. So the animator who was there, Evan Sampson, Mm -hmm. I was running between the two offices asking, how do I set this key? How do I set this key? And he's like, well, do this, do this. And I made it through. And in about two weeks, they flew me down for uh, the job. Planes of power.
1: When did you come in? Like, um,
0: Was it... It was mid- March 2002. Okay. So, Pop was already pretty far along, except none of the gods were done. So, that was kind of brought in to animate all the gods. Sol Row was my first character. I was
1: just about to say. Everquist. Yeah, that, it was Sol Row. That was the first one that came to mind that you did. Um,
0: Adam when... McMahon designed him. mm mm-hmm. Uh, I think Mac given i think mac built them and it was just trying to figure out mac- max is an okay software if you learn how to use it i was just trying to learn to use it right on the fly and it was tough but people still like Soul room
1: yeah no i can still picture him i mean super iconic um and it was uh he had the staff swing right doesn't he have? Yeah,
0: I like, did this. He's like this, and well, and that's one of the things. That the I
1: remember because you came in and you're kind of like, "Why can't we do this crazy shit? Like, why don't? What about blah blah blah?" And it's like, I think a lot of us were just kind of like, hey, "We can do that," you know, on on some <laughs> of that stuff.
0: It was figuring it out on the fly. Um, it's funny when I came in; it was a pretty tight group of artists do you remember they were all downstairs all the designers were upstairs uh and it was And then the whole other area was all eq2 and i think the week that i got there or the right around then all those guys left to go to sigil they started sigil but Mm -hmm. i didn't really know a lot of the people that were on eq2 before me because a lot of bunch of them just left
1: yeah and so we shipped Butler. in um we shipped in October of two thousand two
0: planes yeah it was October or November um, yeah,
1: and so I think uh yeah, a lot of people were already transitioning out when you got there, and then it was kind of it felt like maybe the last crew was leaving um and yeah then we had new people coming in um there's a lot of transition at that point on, on the, on the pop side. Yeah. I think it was just great timing because there was just, there was so much work and there was so much like opportunity to do crazy, fun, new stuff with the gods and the planes and everything.
0: Yeah. They were great. Um, I've animated soul row for EQ2 and EQ. I've animated Rallus Zek three times for EQ1 and we did him, a version of him in EQ2. And then we did EQ, this last expansion, they needed Rallo's Zek. And the assets don't exist anymore, or we can't really use them. So Dave Brown, he's the character lead on EQ2. He goes, let's just build him again. And okay. we just reanimated him, threw him back in EQ, and he's also that same model on EQ2. He looked really good the third time, I'll say that.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, if you get enough practice, right? Um, no, exactly. it was an amazing, amazing model the first time. I was, It was it was so fun working on pop and just seeing that stuff to come together because it, it was so often that when we came up or came down from the design area, come downstairs, see what was going on or whatever, there would either be a new concept or something modeled or animated. And it was just like, oh, my God, that's going to be so cool. <laughs> um, Bobby and asked. Who, uh, uh, who else is there?
0: Uh, Mac? Corey Rolfs, uh, Dante, if he was yep. concepting uh, and doing models. He did some of my favorite models and Adam was building models and it was just a really great group of people there at the time.
1: Yeah, no, fantastic crew. Um, and it's funny, as you name people, I, I kind of picture different things like work and stuff beyond just personalities and, and really rad guys. Some of the nicest guys in the world, like especially when you say Dante, is just like honestly one of the most. Like, how is a human that nice um, type people in the world? <laughs> and then, like, um, but I immediately pictured some of his um, concept art as well, just like the pencil sketches of, like, you know, uh, different They're weapons right. yeah. and characters. So, um Bobby Bick asked, did Tom animate Mayong as well? Uh,
0: w- which one was he? See, I can't – I think I did him in EQ2. I'm not quite sure – if I did him i don't think i, I don't think I animated him hmm. there's so many
1: and so i'm gonna I'm gonna bounce yeah, back to sure. your Australia adventure in a second, but just real quick um you know what, I might as well get that out of the way while I'm still thinking about it, so you were mentioning the Australia thing, and the reason why I asked and I, I remembered Australia was because when you showed up and it was like that was kind of a buzz in the industry at the time. It was like this studio that people had been flown out to. And then it just immediately like dissolved when people got off the plane. And then,
0: yeah, that's my story. Uh, and it was, it was a crazy cool, it was a a studio was in a place called surfers paradise in South of Brisbane. That sounds, and they said, they told me, uh, we're going to be moving to Brisbane. So you're probably going to want to like get an apartment in Brisbane, which was an hour north. And they never moved. So I was commuting an hour. Surfers Paradise is famous because there's an car race. So they spend half the year setting up the city for the car race and half the year tearing it down. But when it's set up, you're driving through the city like like you're in an car race. It's awesome.
1: Just everybody driving everybody, around. Yeah,
0: everyone just is. It's cool. It's, you're driving on the track.
1: <laughs> I, 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 for whatever reason, because it's Australia, I picture that with like a Mad Max cars and like just desert background.
0: <laughs> I had a Ford Falcon while I was there. this big boat of a car, but that was, I think, the Ford Falcon was the Mad Max car. It was yeah. Based on.
1: No, that's a good that car for hitting one. stuff. Like that's a good car if you yeah. just you need to glance something out of the way and not really stress yeah I our a first this.
0: weekend there um everyone's at the pubs watching soccer and the cops just have roadblocks leading out of the city in certain areas so i'm not used to driving on the right side of the car mm. so i'm coming into this this roadblock and i go up on the sidewalk <laughs> Back in the street, and these guys go, "Oh, we got a drunk here," and and they pull up and roll down my window. Go, I'm sorry, goes up, American, American. That's about saying, (laughs) yeah, just go ahead.
1: (laughs) We've got a, we've got a drunk, uh, and that whole we got a drunk. No, it's an American when you're in foreign countries. Like it applies to so many things. Like, why is this dude so loud? And I'm, oh, uh, American. We thought we had an incident here. Is that person being aggressive? No, just he's being American. I've actually run into that. He's from California. Um, I'm sorry, Germany. Um, And so, yeah, man. Oh, there's a mention of Utes. Utes are badass. The utility truck things, they look like badass modern El Caminos. Did you see any of those?
0: Tell me you did. No, we didn't see any of those. We didn't (sighs) see any of those. I don't think so. That was 20 years ago.
1: Yeah, well... If, if you saw Badass you you'd remember. Uh, Uncle Fuzzy Bear I, says... i remember it. Hi, Tom Toby. I love all of yours. And uh, Norbin's, Norb- Norbin's Norbin... Norbin? Norbin. That's Aaron
0: Bissett. Yeah. Oh, cool. Aaron does a lot of the... He does some characters. He does uh, uh, almost all the armor and weapons um, for EQ2. And he's... I just finished a character he built for EverQuest 1. Um, and it's going into this expansion awesome so yeah aaron's great
1: now is he, is he the guy that's in the crazy videos with you no that's that a chris guy. atkins yeah
0: okay. chris is over he's over at intrepid now
1: okay yeah like yeah. um so people have been sharing those videos as especially <laughs> once once they heard you're coming on the stream so we watched we had the duck video. so much fun making them
0: it was that beast was video. a real fun time, yeah. The meat beast. So the meat beast, we were doing all these mounts, and there's this meat beast in game, and it's this weird cow raptor, mm-hmm. and it's not a nice looking model. So everyone's like, "Well, can you make the meat beast amount? So we were just going to drop it on the old model, and it just looked terrible. So we ended up rebuilding it, and Chris and I would be just sitting there. Goofing on it, and it just turned into this big old video, which was a lot of fun. He took the milk in the face twice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it just looked disgusting. I, I'm sure it was, it was, it, if that was Texas in the summer, that would have just been the worst. Uh, it, was, it was hot
0: it was, and it was warm. Dave Brown, or character lead, waited outside the door. They wanted it to be a real surprise for Chris. So they'd open it up and he didn't throw it. And he closed it and then they'd open it up and, you didn't, and the video guys had this high def slow-mo thing going on. So just so it would be like, <laughs> there was a lot of, there were so many people in the studio who were involved in that. It was a lot of fun. Well,
1: the, the videos turned out really well. I mean, it was like good production values. They're fun. So yeah, it's uh yeah, man. So we just had a question pop in. That is, you joined the team. As artists, at an interesting time um, after Pop Eldon, there was a really massive shift in art style. With um there was the Gates of Discord, that almost no the war, war. yeah.
0: The characters got kind of unEverquesty, in mm. my opinion. It just kind of mm. mean spirited. You know, everyone had one guy clawed his eyes out, and so does eyes shut, And that was that was just a art director was brought on there and had yeah. a weird sense of what it should be. And it just took a dark a dark turn, I think. And you can tell, because I don't think those care a lot of those characters are a lot of fun. They're not animating well. And mm-hmm. just that happens. I think EverQuest has seventy eight different art styles in there. It's tried it's hard to try to find where's the middle ground to bring it all together. It's right. tough.
1: Well, it's, it's a nice palette of, of reference and to kind of look back and go, okay, if we were to do it again, like which of these styles would we want to like sort of evoke?
0: Yep. Yeah. That's something we're talking about all the time right now. So
1: yeah. Ooh.
0: I think, I think we, the art team knows where to go with it.
1: Hmm. That, yes. So when you, when, and when you say it like that, I'm like, and where are they going? So definitely.
0: <laughs> so I can, exactly. We're going somewhere.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So yeah, thanks for the question, Dantron. Um so you got on um Planes of Power, got that was just sort of like got immediately sort of pulled into the mix. I think the momentum from that project was crazy. Um we I felt like as a team, we were a really brand new team. Like it was a new design team almost entirely um, by the through that project and by the end um we had legacy like artists and stuff in place though um for sure there are like people that were there legacy akisha
0: you remember that came on so fast they wanted an expansion i mean we finished pop in october right and fister's like robert fister's like we need another expansion and we're like when and i talked about this with rob ellis um, they go, we want to ship in February. I think it was February we shipped.
1: Yeah. Boy, we did, right. We shipped. Yep.
0: And they go, and we want a new player race. And we're like, there's no, there's no way to do that. So we had a list of possible characters and we're going, da, 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 and I go the frogs. Well, the reason we did end up with the frogs is they could share animations. The male and female frogs are, they're the exact same animation. And so that would save animation time. Corey Rolf built these frogs uh, out, off of Dante's um, concepts. Yeah, and that was that was a fast turnaround. That was I remember the Christmas was it the Christmas break for that? They gave us a huge Christmas break one time because everyone was so burnt out. It went from like uh, December nineteenth till January fourteenth. I just remember they said go home but it must've been after that one. Cause we were busting ass through Christmas on that, on those frogs.
1: Was it, was that,
0: do you, do
1: you remember? I've, I've worked through so many Christmases that it's hard to track the ones. Like it, Yeah. now that I'm in Europe, I like have vacations and stuff. It's, it's really weird. Um, I've almost <laughs> forgotten what it was like to, to work back then. But like the idea of working through Christmas is fairly normal. Um, for some reason I thought maybe we took a break with, POP, because... I think we did. Because POP, we, we were just so amped, and it went so well. And then we we took the break with the understanding that we had very, very limited time for Gesha, But we had already quickly come up with the concept, um, problem-solve things like the... Because that idea of, like, hey, we need to have a new player race in there, we were all just kind of like, how are we going to do this? How are we going to do starting city? All that. So, yeah, which <laughs> one... Yeah, your face, so you, you, your internet's a little little spotty. Your face froze in the perfect expression of what it was like when they came to us with uh, the with sort of list of what we need to accomplish. So Tom, Tom will be back as his internet catches up, but take a moment to soak in the expression um, of just surprise. That, that was us fortunately the artist did come up with a good solution like hey we'll just change the coloration and put a little yeah his internet's fine he's just staying very still (laughs) that is the secret ability of an animator not being animated Let me look, let me, let me peek over at at Discord and see what's going on. It's still there. I'll hide it just so you don't see anything secret if I, if I close things out. You guys keep trying to peek behind the curtain. They can't see the green screen. I'm hiding it. Yeah. Tom may be resetting his uh, router or something. So in the meantime, you guys can still ask questions. We'll get them queued up in chat. When Tom gets back, then we'll have some uh, some additional questions for him. What's that frog? What are you doing? That frog? Yes. It's a frog lock. <laughs> yeah, this is. I just made this frog in honor of Tom. His frozen face would have made a good emoji on Twitch, Wacky Marv. That's actually a. We could do that. We We have the video. We can go back and take a look at that. I'm getting, I'm getting quite adept at using Illustrator, so I can, with Tom's permission, of course, probably do some beautiful, beautiful art. Uncle Fuzzy Bear and the Great Vendini, thank you for your follows. Thanks for being here, Tom me Where are you? <phone rings> While we wait on Tom, maybe I need to actually... You're back? All right, cool, man. I was just about to play through the tutorial so I can get this box to go away. All right, I'm going to give you a call, Tom. We'll edit that part out. Not for the VOD. If you're watching the VOD right now, you're still you're seeing this, but edit it out before I put it up on Spotify. You guys don't know about that yet. Oh, there's
0: Tom. Sorry about that.
1: No worries, dude. Cool, cool. And he's back. (laughs) Let's see. But, yeah, so uh, we were just talking about the fact that I think what it was was um, Fister, you know, for all of the the various things that people remember about Fister, I do – uh, you know, he was a very loud like and Robert. interesting man. I, like, I I love that guy. You
0: just – you gave back to him what he gave you, and you were fine. Exactly. If it you, was all you were, in, in jest. If you ran for the hills when Fister was around – Then he was going to eat you alive, but I like, but, but he was the kind of
1: guy. So when, when you say like, uh, we, we finally got like two weeks to just go chill. That was the kind of stuff that was always on his mind. Like when we were sort of talking behind the scenes or whatever, like he was always trying to find some way to even, even if it didn't seem like it when he was in Robert mode at work behind the scenes, it was like, all right, how do we, uh, how do we take care of people? So, yeah, yeah. especially with the craziness that was Legacy of Akesha.
0: So, um. There were a lot of pirates in there. Do you remember all those troll zombies, too? They were really gross.
1: Yeah. Well, and it was all part of the compromise. Like, people, I think I've tried to go through it in discussions in the past and talk about sort of the, the various design decisions that were going on during that time in order to get an expansion out in four months um a lot of what you saw there was just based on that so all of the reskinning of the zombies etc um or reskinning of the trolls to be pirates and zombies and the various pirates that were in there were basically just um reskins as well it was because it was a hell of a lot faster for us than making all new models i tell you what, Tom, what I'm going to do is I'm going to see if we can do voice. And um, that may actually work better. So let me shoot him a message. If uh, Legacy of Akeshia had more time, what were some other choices of races, if you can tell us? Um I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, I'd prefer to to keep video as well because, Tom, you are animated. Um, Let's see. You're back up?
0: Yep. You see me?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So we'll just – I'm cool with the pauses. So if there's a pause, we'll
0: pause and I'll ramble. Um Were there any unused potential races that made it to animation stage before being scrapped uh not really because there's so much work that goes in once I start animating that it's pretty nailed down what we 're going to be doing, yeah because it has to go through concept then modeling, and then it gets to me mm-hmm um
1: and i would i would also say yeah by the time you put that much work into something (laughs) it's it it seems like it's getting finished right
0: we did a rabbit mount for eq2 i don't know if you saw that video but there was someone who did not want rabbits in eq2 he said eq2 is a serious game we can't have rabbit mounts so that just made me and Chris go full drive to get these rabbit mounts in. As soon as someone says that, it's it's going in. And it got to the point where he was so pissed off he wouldn't allow the video to be shown. So we made that video, and it just sat there. And we're like, he said, "No, you can't show it." So Holly, at one of the fan fairs, just got up there and played that video. It was awesome. <laughs>
1: Love it. Yeah, the the same – there was a – so I think there was the Christmas party. That would make sense timeline-wise, maybe. So there was a big party where, like, all of Sony was flown in, all of Sony Online was flown in, and we did our presentations, right? And we did the presentation for Legacy of Akesha. That was the announcement. So that's when we revealed to the company that we were doing the frog locks. We were doing – Pirate Was troll, that at zombies. the
0: Aerospace Museum? Was there, I think, they had best parties back then.
1: Yeah, it was some big... And so it was like big ballroom. Where like, And so I had to whip together the presentation because um, we had just come up with the concept, right? It was like, it was so, so quick turnaround there. Like, hey, you know, come up with this pretty quickly. And I had to present it. And so I'd go up there and like right before... And this is this is how I remember it. Maybe may be complete bullshit. But right before entering the building, like in the parking lot, Rod, the studio head, like, you know, the VP there. Yeah. yeah. Rod came up, and he was with Fister, and they both looked panicked. And he made the comment. It was something to the effect. And, again, I swear, this is how I remember it. Smed either hates pirates, but I thought we'd let him know beforehand. But or it was Smed thought we were kidding about the pirates and he hates pirates. <laughs> okay. Good luck, bro. With the like I have to go stand in front of like five hundred people to let them know that we're doing pirates. Pirate trolls, zombies and froglocks. <laughs> um and so I completely lost focus and like just got up in, behind the you know the little like podium. <laughs> with the concept art and stuff up just clicking it has all been whipped up like that week and i'm like looking over at smed i'm looking at 500 faces and i just like froze i'm just like so we're we're um we're doing oh jesus frogs, frogs and, and pirates but maybe not like maybe not maybe we're not doing any of this if smed hates it it was yeah it was a traumatizing experience so that's
0: awesome.
1: the the love it or hate it part of the frog locks. You're, you're We were talking about this before this the stream. Um,
0: has that that's changed funny. over I the was years? Talking, uh, on um, you know, I don't know if you talked to Rob Ellis at all. He does the EverQuest show on uh, Twitter, and he interviewed us because so, he loves the frogs. And so here I am, you know. The really, the thing with EQ players, they just love some things that I think are just the worst. Like some guy, I start talking about how we replaced the frogs and we wanted the frogs to replace the old frogs. There were just these weird twitchy things that I hate. And on that feed, people are just like, how could you say that about the frogs? You're replacing them. It just went on. The hate I was getting because I didn't like the original frogs. Wait, and
1: you mean the original, original frog rocks? You don't like those?
0: Yeah, the original ones in Guck, you know, that are just walking around like. Tom. We had hoped that we were going to get rid of those with the new frog, but then we didn't. You can't. You have no. to keep them. No. Can't take anything out of this game.
1: No. All right. Next topic, Tom. That's a, we're in, We're in dangerous ground right now. <laughs> they may burn the place down. All right. So, um, right, after here we Frogs... we He
0: wants the playable frogs to be the guck frogs. There we go. Uh-huh. Here it comes.
1: Stack TV. Get out your pitchforks, folks. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Next story. Um, so then after Legacy of Akesha,
0: um, so you know, let me jump in. Right around now, right after Loy, EQ2 was starting to work on the frog locks for their game. And it was weird because at first these frogs were just like kind of the EQ two Kara where, you know, it's a dude wearing a cat head. Well they were dudes wearing frog heads. It just was really odd looking. So I got drafted and I didn't want to go. I didn't w I wanted to stay on EQ one, but they said, hey Tom animated the frogs in EQ one, why don't we have him come over here and do the EQ2 frog. So I said to Fister, listen, I'll go help. I'm not leaving because we started, we were making good money on EQ1 at the time and I didn't want to lose that. So I said, so I'll go help. just spilled the
1: beans. Everybody, when when I've described, like when I got yanked off EQ1 to go to EQ2 and I'm like, no, I just really want to stay on the EQ, on EQ1. Everybody's like, man, see, he, it was that passion for No, it's the money. It's just the money.
0: No, so, it's money.
1: I'm kidding. I really do <laughs> so love I EQ1. <laughs>
0: I spent EQ six weeks giving, I think my frog walk, run, the idol are still me in EQ2. That And there's a lot I've been slowly replacing in EQ2. That's mm. A lot of people don't know I do that, but I do that.
1: You, you just sneak in and continue to yeah. slightly change it. Yeah. I and don't you, tell and you, Carlos or any of those guys. Just a little bit. You know how much to tweak that no one will notice. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a question about, um, so let's see. Shatarg asked, so what do you think of no, those... the new models for, in EQ versus the old?
0: Okay. Uh, this is something we like, talk about a lot. The EQ, the original EQ player models. Is that what he's talking mm. about? Probably.
1: Yeah. I would say it's, that's the primary, but it, it bleeds over
0: there's a certain charm. I'm going to lose you again.
1: Yeah. We'll wait on you. Okay. You're there.
0: And I can hear you. Okay. Okay. So there's a certain charm to the original characters that I think they're animated terribly. They're just, in my opinion, and I'm very opinionated, they're just (laughs) horrible, but there's a charm to the models when, the Luckman models came... Uh, I came after the Luckland models. Yeah, They threw away everything and made even uglier models. So where... I don't know if a lot of people know this. We were going to redo them again. We were going to do... Um, right after Lloyd, we started concepting new player models mm-hmm. that took... The charm and feel of the original and they animated hang on let me see if you can see this this was our troll There, this is the troll we were doing so it kind of kept the flavor of the originals but you know we were updating them here's a Here's our our gnome versus the old,
1: oh, wait a second,
0: so we were doing this. we were going um, is ogre dude, this was
1: this was uh around when I was there, right? yeah, This has been around somewhere. for a while. I remember
0: this, so that's what we were trying to do. We wanted to bring that feel from the original models and just update them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It never went anywhere. You unfortunately. Got,
1: so with the, with the Lucklin comment and with that, uh, little bit of video, you've got the crowd back on your side,
0: <laughs> you know, and then, so this blew up in my face. So Fister goes, we don't have time to do a whole new characters. We don't have time to do this. Why don't you just redo the runs? So, there were four animators we were just going what the, the luckland models animate really badly so he we just we tried to do the runs and he gave us like two weeks so we rushed him out we put them out and i think a half hour later after they went live we reverted because people hated them so badly but what can you do you can't please everybody
1: no you can't <laughs> we were just watching a video on that last night it was a it was a game design talk at G D C very much on that topic. So I mean you you were there for I was off the team um after Omens of War. Like I um I was gone for Gates of Discord, came back for Omens of War, and then was gone after that. Were you,
0: how so much I did was you there stay? Till I was there um Depths of Dark Hollow, and that has three of my favorite EQ2 characters. And I did that little gnome robot. Do you remember him? I haven't he's, seen. Him. He's really fun. And there was a werewolf that I really liked. And there was a we re, we did an orc that we love Players hated because it looked a lot like a World of Warcraft orc. But, okay.
1: Well, Thomas frozen for a minute. Is that true? Cause I don't, I'm not familiar with any of those three. So I have to rely on chat to tell me if,
0: I don't know. Maybe they like it. I, I remember at the time on forums, people were like this looks like a world's of Warcraft orc, but I like, him. and that, uh, there was a couple of good ones. There was a new kobold. There was a, the werewolf I think is really good. And, uh, that, that was that was Depths of Dark Hollow. That had some good monsters again. That started feeling more like fantasy to me and less nightmare, claw your eyes out kind of stuff. Right.
1: Yeah, which can at times be preferable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, different art director again, right?
0: Who was art director? Um, on Depths of Dark Hollow, I think we were art director less, and they were just kind of former art director was pulled onto another team and Fister didn't want to put anyone in charge. So he just said, you guys are doing fine. Just do what you're doing. And so we had Adam Dante concepting, Corey, and yeah. we had two or three other animators with me. And Sean Johnson, Evan Sampson, Jason Zerpolo. He's at, he's up like wow now. Uh, and I think that was, we were just, off on running but then i left i didn't finish steps of dark hollow i okay. um we went to seattle okay and you know san diego was so expensive at that time and we really were looking to buy a house and we just couldn't afford anything and we thought let's go to seattle maybe that'll work right, <laughs> right. <laughs> so i what? went this is before seattle? DC online that's no it's not yeah so it's not- uh monolith was making dc online right and i was going to go work on dc online up there the week i got there sony online bought dc online from them and i remember russ shanks came walking through the studio and he go tom you know if you want to come back you're welcome to but we had already started buying a house so i spent a year at monolith on a game that I really had no idea how to make. It was, um, uh, fear Two. you remember the oh. game fear? Yeah. yeah. I was working on fear Interval. Two for a little while, but it was a first person shooter and mm-hmm. there was no dragons. There was no, nothing that I love. Um, so I only lasted a year there. And That's then I went and worked on Pirates of the burning sea at a small mm-hmm. little studio up in Seattle. And that was a lot of fun. That game had um, the best ship combat I've seen before or after. But the character, you know, the whole NMO with the characters was kind of just rushed in. It was rushed in the ship with the game, and it never was as good as the ship battles.
1: No, I I remember, and that's a fair description. It's funny you mentioned fear, too, Um, So because you segue from dc to fear two but then on dc um i actually spent a lot of time reading about the ai that was used in fear two maybe fear one anyways a dude named jeff orkin did something called goal oriented action planning and it was just it was incredible and we we actually we had that as the basis for a lot of our ai on dc for a while the problem is it's just too good and too unpredictable and it was just like it it wasn't gonna work, so it got yanked out. But um
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um so that way Monolith did their character design was really kinda cool though, because they took the D C characters and they had Bruce Tim, you know, the animated style. Yeah. And they had Alex Ross, and they had trying to figure out where well they just took the and brought it into the middle, and that's kind of the direction they were going in. It was it was a neat look.
1: Yeah, I would have liked to have seen it. Um, they were also doing the Matrix online up there.
0: And, that's you, right. And Sony bought that too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so then, so, but you were only up there for what, three years or? Three oh. years. Okay.
0: It was three years. So I got crushed by the rain. I couldn't take it. You can't leave San Diego, in my opinion, and move into Seattle. It, it, your body doesn't like that. So when Pirates came out, it was pretty. Uh, obvious it wasn't going to do well. And I started talking to Bill, Bill Yates again, and Bill said, Uh come back, we're going to make EQ3. We're making EQ3. And I said, I want to be a part of that. And we had to sell our house. It took six months to sell our house, but Bill was great. He held the spot open for me for six months, and I came back to EQ2, thinking I'd be working on EQ3. And that thing just kind of floated in development nowhere. So I just ended up spending all my time on can EG2. You,
1: can you give us any sort of like a, a picture of what that was like, though? When, when you talk about it's like the development sort of floatiness
0: it was, that was there. Yeah, let's see. They had Dante was pulled on to the uh, development team. You know, to do some pre-vis and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think there was a weird picture that was released. And it was sort of this bald guy with a feathered collar. And it was just a weird picture that um, didn't feel like anything. And then Rosie, who was on the original EQ1, was brought on. yeah. Uh, and Bill was on. And it just never really developed into anything. Well, I guess it developed into Next. Mm-hmm. Uh so it went somewhere.
1: Was the challenge on like did you feel like it was trying to find its like visual identity or was it more of a just Yeah, what is exactly. The game? It just
0: it was what is the game? You know, it a lot of people think they um that's my problem with EQ Next is it felt like someone who never played EverQuest said, Hey, let's make EverQuest. It didn't look like EverQuest. It didn't feel like EverQuest. Um and it never it never worked. It should never have been announced when it was announced because it was years away from being even playable.
1: Why do you like was it just to satiate the curiosity or to keep people engaged or whatever? Like then why was it announced, you think?
0: I think it was announced because someone rushed it out there thinking it was going to make it. Um, Hmm. and you know, it's really hard to dial in what, what makes EverQuest, you know, especially when you're not talking to the original team, Alan Vancouvering. I mean, he's 500 years old. He's got to know some EverQuest knowledge, right? So talk to him, (laughs) ask him what he thinks about. We got all these guys on Q1 who. No one, no one even says boo to them, and you think they would have some great ideas on which way to go with this thing. So that's one good thing about Dark Paw is we've all become one team. When yeah. we, when I was on EQ2, there was the EQ2 teams over here, the EQ1 teams over here. Um, they came to us and said, "Can we get EQ2 characters into EQ1?" And there was no way to do it because it just didn't exist, the tech we for doing that. So we had to develop that. And that's really, that was probably five, six years ago we did a Pegasus hmm. and that really is what sucked the EQ2 team, our team back to EQ1. Cause then we were pretty much just exporting EQ2 assets into EQ1. Hmm. Um, And now we're getting requests from Vancouver for EQ one original stuff that we will port over to EQ two. So it's kind of going back and forth.
1: So for those, those of you in chat that don't recognize the Vancouver name, that is Absor. Um, and, uh, not, not to dox him, but, uh, yeah, so that's Absor. Um, he is old as dirt. Um, but I I really love the guy. If you see him, talk to him, can you please tell him to return my calls? I would uh
0: Oh definitely. I, yeah.
1: <laughs> I uh I would love to it would it would be a high point to be able to, you know talk to him a bit more, maybe get him on here. Um no, he's really honestly one of the one of the coolest dudes. Um and yeah, been there been there for if you've been there eighteen years, he's been there twenty. Oh.
0: Right? Yeah, maybe even a hundred.
1: Yeah, or 100. Um, <laughs> we found him in a time capsule under the building. Exactly.
0: He's like, he's like the super soldiers here.
1: Yeah. I so, went the wrong way. <laughs> oh, man. This is the Benjamin Button of EverQuest. Um, <laughs> he's getting younger. Now he's definitely not coming on. That's super unprofessional of me. I love the guy. This isn't actually my profession, so I guess I can be unprofessional. Um, so... Yeah, man. Like the the there are a couple of comments in here. Don't want to ignore them. Editor asked, "Who decided to give crocodiles six legs?"
0: Oh, is that that in EQ one or two?
1: Uh, I don't know what is that. I'm assuming EQ one. I'm assuming not an animator because animators never want anything to have more Who than like one to- leg.
0: No, it's funny because our team is really small and we're all it's a team of you know there's so much talent on the team right now but you would think as the team gets smaller the monsters might get a little easier but this expansion i've got six legs on this dragon i've got tails and tentacles uh and it's all hitting me at once right now it's all just coming in and i've got four months to get about eight months work done so it's it's crazy what you know they don't hold back. It, no, Kyle, no. he wants this, and I go, uh, uh, "You want forearms on that thing?" And I, They <laughs> yeah. had Kyle Valley on it.
1: Every me. single time, man. Like every time, if you want to see an animator's head explode, first of all, give him a nice tight deadline, and then bring in tentacles, lots of tentacles, <laughs> few legs, throw some wings on that's, it as that's well. What they are. Yeah, Basilisk that was Those
0: basilisks were um, done before me, but yeah, they have six legs.
1: <laughs> Zordberg said, have serious FOMO now that I've seen the potential new EQ player models. They look like 75% done. Why not finish it? Well, those things, Why when not? he just showed you. He, he showed you a video that we were amped on that's when I was there. Old. That's 18 years old. Yeah, that's an 18-year-old video. Um, so I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe
0: at some point. So yeah, if I were going to do something, I would take the EQ one original models, bring them up to today's quality and we kind of did it. We just need to do it and finish it.
1: Yeah. We've been having the same conversation on the stream. Honestly, like I've uh, I've been playing the TLP server, like I'm on Aridun. Um That's what kicked all this off. And I look around at the zones, I'm like, you know what? I love this zone. I wouldn't add another object to it. I, I like it nice and sparse and blocky and polygonal. Good. Update it a little bit. Player models, just update that shit a little bit. Doesn't need to be fancy. Yep. I prefer it. Drop
0: it in Unreal. Yep. Put it um, in Unreal and we're ready to go. Well...
1: Some of our fans are plopping it into Unity. I've been following that along uh, as well. It looks pretty good. Um, you can run around the zones in Unity. It's amazing. Um,
0: That's awesome.
1: So uh, cool, dude. So then you you came back, um, and at that point, like I I have no image of what the company looks like. I don't know how big it is during those years. Like uh, you know, when I what first
0: can... came back, it was still pretty big this was 2008 okay yeah I came back in 2008 there was still um i came back then we were eq2 where i sat was where the eq1 artists originally sat so we had the eq2 guy art team downstairs uh upstairs was still designers um but it still felt like a big team you know then along come some layoffs that really some of the some of these layoffs, you just got to wonder why, who's, who's making these calls or who they're laying off because it really cripples a lot of the teams when they're not putting any thought into it. Um, we haven't had a particle guy in years. So we're the small, the small artists who are there, smaller, small team tries to figure out particles. We really only use existing particles now that we can change colors and stuff like that. But that's all Aaron did. He's, had to really dive in, not only do what he does, but try to figure out the particle engines in EQ1, which is uh, not that easy a task. But right now, so I don't like Darkpaw, the amount of people in Darkpaw feel like one full team and not Mm. two separate teams. Okay, If you know what I mean. Even though we're doing two games, two plus games, and we still we're going to be hiring. I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. We yeah, already are hiring. We're looking for an artist right now. We're looking for a designer. Uh, so check out the webpage if anyone's interested. You yeah, have to work amazing. with me.
1: Yeah. And that, that is definitely a plus. It is fun. Um, Yeah. And it, it seems like uh, the renewed interest, it feels like there's a buzz right now with MMOs in general. Um, people are trying to yeah. find an, like find an MMO at the moment. Right. And I know the TLP is definitely scratched a certain itch, um, that it, it, everybody's telling me that's been here for various TLP launches that there's this peak and then it just sort of, you ride the long tail until like Kunark comes out, etc. So we're, um, we're coming up on the Kunark release. So I'm waiting to see how many more people come back in again. And I'm, I'm really curious, um, I'm, I'm hoping it's big, right? Like I'd love to see you guys continue to have like a lot of interest.
0: Well, you got to figure, you know. There, everyone's trying to find what is that. EverQuest has been around for 20 years, right? So there's something compelling there. So let's not try to reinvent the whole, reinvent the game. Let's take what is there and make it better. And update it and make it look really nice. That's something I want to be a part of. I'm tired of cleaning up other people's junk. You know, it'd be yeah. nice to be there from the start of something to, to really make own junk. Yeah, to make my own junk, let some, <laughs> yeah. uh, some, some other kid clean up in 20 years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um
1: yeah, no, I, uh, I hear you. And honestly, I've been sort of banging that same like gong for the last uh, month or so as like Oh, man, it doesn't have to be ultra creative. It doesn't have to, like, uh, just to come in and take the things that are working and, and polish them up and start over and build in a little bit of headroom. I'd be happy working on that. I don't know if there's a market for it. It feels like there's a market for it.
0: I think so. I think there is.
1: Um, Brent Copeland said, looking for any web marketing, video, audio jack of all trades. Um I I'm say, not
0: sure. I'd have to look, but you know, there's. Oh, we keep checking the website because there's stuff going up there every day. Not every day, but every week. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. Um, Brent, keep an eye out for it. I'll vouch for you. You've been a huge help um, so far. So Brent's been helping me with some stuff behind the scenes, including um, helping get the get these turned into like a little um, podcast. So I actually uploaded that. Stuff. Edit out all my
0: edit out all
1: the dead air, the the pauses and my rambling and bullshit unrelated <laughs> stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll fix everything in post. Um, yeah. So I got to, got to see, uh, the first, the first one we uploaded on Spotify today. That's pretty, pretty cool. Oh, that's um, awesome. So let's see. Um, a lot of people talking about the TLP sort of the, the comeback. I'm checking that out. Um, Gypsy Prince asks, is Dark Paul going to become more of a remote office?
0: We pretty much are right now. Um, You know, we've got 10 guys in chat all day long. It's not, it's really, the office was so spread out and so empty there for a while that it took you five minutes to walk over to see the guy you needed to talk to. So you just pretty much stayed in chat anyway. So um, I don't know that it's going to be completely remote. Because there's, it's not working for some people. I'm having a great time. I'm saving a ton of gas, uh, and it's it just, I love it. I love working at home. Yeah. Do you 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 I think they all like me working at home too?
1: Yeah, I was about to say you were always like swinging swords around and like doing combat roles and other shit. Do you still do that when you're <laughs> animating?
0: Uh, sometimes, yeah, if I need to. I have a big, giant wooden stick in the office. Uh, yeah. Weren't you, were you
1: in the parking lot with a stick doing the, the Soul Row animations? Like, when you first got there, we were like, who is this guy?
0: I think I maybe was, probably.
1: I probably was hurt myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... It's interesting because if it stays remote, like, or mostly remote, or those that people that want to work from, you know, from home or whatever, if they're continuing to be allowed, it, I do think there's a really great opportunity for companies like Dark Paul to find talent that wouldn't otherwise either be able to take the risk to move to California or can maybe work on contract and you can feel it out. And then it's not a, as big a deal if it doesn't work out or,
0: and, and there's so many passionate it, it people in the expands community. The pool. Yeah, it expands the talent pool for sure. Um, we're trying to. We're also. Tr- we're hoping to bring on some junior guys, uh, you know, just to get the training and get some new, new, fresh faces in there too. So, I was I teaching at the art institute here in San Diego for a while, and I was able. To, I was teaching intro to animation. Mm-hmm. And I was able to bring a couple of those guys uh, into the team, and we would intern them. And then if they did okay, we would contract them. And then after the next phase, they got hired on full-time. And one of the coders on EQ2 was one of my students, and he's doing really That's good. Fabulous.
1: Dude, yeah. I I think it's critical because the thing, too, is there's so many passionate people in the community. Um, and it, it's interesting because we talk a lot in chat here. And so many of the people that are in chat, I'm like, well, how old were you when you first start playing? And so many people were like 10, 11, you know, like <laughs> in that range. Uh, Bunny, I think you were like four or six, right? Like super, super young. Um, so like there are folks now that are young and passionate about the product but um, they don't have the industry experience, right? They may be living somewhere else in the U.S. or whatever at the moment. And if, if it is possible to sort of embrace that work from home or work remote and, like, get some of these people in, I would say, in my experience at least, um, passion and competence. Like, if you can find competent, passionate people that like your product, it's so much better than uh, – uh, resume, you know, like
0: uh, industry experience and shit? You know, it's funny. When I first started, I really had no concept of what EverQuest was. It was in development when I was at 989 Studios up in the Bay Area. So I, I got to see a little bit of it. But when I came down here, I really, I, you know, I had no idea what this game was. And I remember the first time I was running around uh, Charval uh uh-huh. And I turn around and there's a player standing there and it was just so freaky. Cause I moved and he moved with me. I go, Oh my God, this is another person. That was the coolest feeling. Uh, that first time you realize that there are 500 people here that are playing on their own. It's really cool. Do you remember when that was also right after pop, we hit like 124,000, online at the same time and and fiscal would run around everybody log in everyone log in we have to get up maybe it's a but that was so funny i'm going I'm my memory was
1: 118 we were talking about last night One, actually 118 it was, okay. it was actually it was um launch day of legacy of akesha We we had done well um, with pop, but legacy of Akesh's concurrence were the highest, if I remember correctly.
0: Uh, let's see, Wacky Marv, just a pet peeve of mine. I wish more model had sit, stand, and crouch animations when used as player illusions. Um, new stuff, I try to get that in there. We can't touch because those files. We just can't really access anymore. So I'm not touching the old player stuff anymore. I might be going out here a second again. You see here? No, I'm good.
1: Yeah, I'm Uh, just... Oh, oh, you're fading. I've been muting off and on a little bit, some background noise in our tiny, tiny little apartment. But if we are both muted at the same time, then that's not going to work. Zoidberg says... Sean's talked with a lot of guys who have started as GMs and moved into apprenticeships. Do you still make those kind of vertical transitions with positions or has the industry matured enough uh, to where it's required to have certain experiences? Um, I won't speak for Dark Paul, um, but I will say that um, every company that I've been at, I've seen it. So um, a a lot of getting sort of getting your foot in the door, um, through just relationships that you build with people that work there. Um, uh, so if you're doing like game jams, if you're, um, just sort of hanging out in industry circles, et cetera, if you're playing games with people who are working at a company, um, that's actually pretty helpful if you don't have like a built up resume yet. Um, those, like, recommendations or references from people that are, like, currently working there are helpful if you do have something that you can show. Um, if you've got some demonstrable skill, right, and with Unity and Unreal, um, the open source one that I shared.
0: okay I've been told I'm way off topic I need to talk about art
1: (laughs) you're way off topic you need to talk talk about art who said that I missed it
0: no no just someone from above
1: oh man you lost my audio as well do you remember where I was at we're going to have to edit the shit out of this one We're, we're definitely editing this video Let's see. I'll reset the. Uh, I'll reset your camera. Let's try this now. I can hear you clearly, though. Can you hear me? So, yeah, Tom. Okay. Basically, what I was rambling about, or maybe I—you didn't hear a single bit of the response. Did you hear me read out Zoidberg's question about a lot of guys who started as GMs and moved into apprenticeships?
0: We do Uh, still do that. You know, you still do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Hmm. Okay. Seems like it's a a mix of passion, technical abilities. Um, Yeah. And um, you've got to find some way to demonstrate it, right? And I, I, I will say, though, Um, if you're just coming in completely cold, it's, it's more difficult, right? You've got to find a way to build a relationship with somebody at a company that, um, that you're interested in. Right. And if you're not interested in any companies and thus you can't find someone to build a relationship or try to find a way to get your foot in the door, then, well, you're not off to a good start.
0: So if you're getting into the game industry, if anyone's interested in this, it's always good. Um, I don't want to say you want to be have skills all over the place, but I rig and I animate. So I build the rigs and then I animate. Um, I don't really do a lot of concepting anymore. Um, just because I have to be working full time on animation. So we got guys doing the concepts and we got a guy building the models and it's good to have a few different skills though especially if you're an artist you don't want to just be the animation guy you know Uh, then you're kind of you're dead when nothing else is going on you know you're waiting around whereas Dave Brown will build a model I can take that low res rough model start building a skeleton and animating so we are going side by side uh, you know in tandem building these characters and that really helps speed things up just to get back to art. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So Tom, your camera is off. Is that intentional?
0: Oh, here we go. (laughs) That was Jen trying to shut me down.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, You're getting too close to spilling the beans. So since she didn't shut you down, you can spill the beans now. (laughs) So what are you guys up to right now?
0: Um, I'm up to my neck in eq 2 expansion. I had a slow three months. We're doing a lot of outsourcing. Uh, So we were waiting and waiting and waiting. Um, And now it's all hitting me at once. Early in the year, that's when all the EQ1 stuff came in. So from about January to March, that's when we were cranking that stuff out. And then right now we're sort of just all hands on deck getting these expansions out. Mm-hmm. Until, uh, but our, until it comes out. Yeah. Usual time, probably.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and how, and so you said it was you and one other animator or?
0: No, nope, I'm the only animator. Okay. Uh, we have. Dave builds models. Aaron builds models. Alan Bond works all over EQ. Kevin Lighty and Shannon are building environments. Uh, Rick Ra- Rick Reynolds is building EQ2 environments. So we're a pretty small team for the amount yep. of work that we're cranking out.
1: Yeah. So. I think. Um when When people look at some of the team sizes um that get announced or you know you, you just sort of you see that there are certain games that have been worked on or certain mmos i worked on and it's like eight hundred people to get it launched and then they you know naturally lay off half of that and they get down to like a two to four hundred person like team and then over time you you see that burn rate oh, insane and it goes out. 200 people and I, I think there's this image in everybody's mind that in order to make an mmo or maintain a live mmo you know it's like a it's a 200 person team and i haven't worked on i've worked on one 200 person team my entire career
0: yeah i haven't i did it's always been how big do you think the eq1 team was when we were on pop um hundred,
1: i would think I keep saying around seventy, but it could be it could be as high as a hundred. But I thought it was like maybe seventy. Um, DCUO was yeah. like two hundred when it was like all hands on deck when like everybody in the building had to try to get out the door, I think. But
0: you know, I think Alan is probably the longest person on the team, but Shannon Parnell, he's been there since before I have was building environments. So he's he should get him on here too. I don't know if he'll talk but who knows still building zones
1: yeah when you said Shannon I was like I'd seen when I was going through like LinkedIn I saw you're still there that's that's pretty amazing Um, yeah yeah
0: and um, I'm probably missing some names that I probably should give a shout out to but sorry if I missed your name
1: Oh, so someone has linked the credits or uh, saying just look at the EverQuest credits.txt should be a good starting place for you to pop me Oh, that would be fun. I need to go through that. Um, and there. Was How far question. back in
0: time can you edit old models? Which expansion files are still yeah. readily? Well, almost none of them because everything has been built Except for the last five years in 3D Studio Max, we don't really use that anymore. And there's some old files that require such an old version of Max to even open. Um, Dave and I were trying to get, there was a Golem that was in Max, and he was just trying to change the color. And every time you were to export it, its one leg wasn't working. And there's just some ghost in the machine that would not let that leg work. So I think we rebuilt that in Maya and, re- and did it all again.
1: How far back, I mean, in terms of just files even existing, how far back have you seen? Like where do you think the cutoff point is?
0: Actually, I we did take, I was just messing around with the barbarian male model so that's still there the Luckland model the old player models don't exist they're not even I don't think they're on some hard drive that probably was in someone's attic now I don't know yeah we can't even touch those yeah, yeah. Frank
1: the Bank has a suggestion says just name it Crazy Legs make it a little bigger that's the that's the trick, man. You just make it bigger. Have it a, have a wonky I was just eye.
0: corrected. Files for everything exist. Thank you, Chris Black. Now, art files. That's another thing.
1: Oh, oh! I forgot that you have the the uh, the crew watching. Oh shit!
0: Oh, I got the whole team here. Yeah, they're just making sure I'm talking about art now.
1: Okay, <laughs> is that who's been telling you to stay on topic? Stay on art, Tom. <laughs> I thought stay on I was topic. like I was like nobody in chat actually said that. What is Tom talking about? Oh, I forgot. He's got the he's got the, I got the, the whole team here. I not want to team.
0: say hello.
1: Pips there. Hey guys, feel free feel free to make your presence known. Um, you, Alan Vancouvering. I was just kidding. When I said that you're older in dirt, the whole Benjamin Button thing wasn't funny. I take it back. Please come hang out. Yeah, blink twice if you're in danger, Tom. Uh, Daspo no, said, "Do you expect a UI UX refresh? Are you allowed to answer this question?"
0: Um, that's not something I really am even privy to. So, mm. sorry. So, do i ever expect yeah someday
1: oh do you ever expect, oh. yeah at some point yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that we're being watched I got. i, I feel a little more no, tense now
0: no oh don't God. you're fine
1: i'm trying to i'm trying to figure out a way to continue to veer you into dangerous territory without having them uh
0: i'm just i'll just like i'll just be quiet so Project uh, nineteen ninety nine. I don't have yeah, are you on that, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I'm aware of it, but you know, I only have time to play one game, and that's mostly EQ two. And mm-hmm. I try to keep my character up the level. so I know what the designers are talking about, and I you know, I can talk about the game intelligently. Um and EQ one, I did go into EQ one because we did a lot of EQ2 versions of the EQ1 Luckland characters. So I went in to see how they were running, you know, the little netherbian dudes, uh, the Shiknar, and I mostly just spent my time running in, dying, respawning, running in, dying, and you know, I try to catch some screenshots of these guys, but that's mm-hmm. pretty much my EQ1 playing nowadays.
1: Mm-hmm. And so there is a question in here: is which EQ animation is your nemesis? Like. Which animation still gives you anxiety?
0: Okay. There's a character in EQ that there's a certain joint count we have to adhere to. And there's a certain, uh, so, you know, when you're building a character, you want to take that into account. There was a centaur, female centaur horse thing who had flags and she had a ponytail and she just went way over the joint count. And she had these weird legs that were only kind of coming out of this cloth. And it never looked good. And I told him it wasn't going to look good. And I don't know if anyone's seen that character. It was in, it was in that, um, Women's of War or Gates of Discord, but I never liked that thing.
1: Was that, was that a Gates character? Does anybody remember?
0: I think so. It just never animated well. The goat? A a goat? She was like a Valkyrie. uh, No, she was a Valkyrie centaur. I know it's in there.
1: Was it a horse
0: bottom or was it a goat bottom? Horse bottom. Horse bottom. Oh, now Chris Chris Black's here sending me all the old files I said don't exist. All right, they (laughs) exist.
1: Link the old files in chat, Chris, if you would, if you can give us access to that directory so we know you're not lying. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Is there... How
0: much do you say in the art direction of an expansion for NBC's? Um Well, we move so fast that Dave just lets me go. Um he will you know if something gets he has a certain thing he really wants to see we just did a character that I animated totally off of what he thought it was I had to go back and, and fix that but you know we're online together all day long just what do you think of this what do you think of this so it's really it's a quick back and forth
1: mm-hmm. so I'm trying to I, we found the model in question. We did find the model in question and it does yeah, appear to be it's, a, a goat.
0: A goat?
1: Yeah, my dude, it's a goat. Hold on one second.
0: <laughs> Maybe it's a goat. Does she have flags on her back?
1: Yeah. I can't see if my... I, yeah, I've got a... My myobius is is lagging pretty heavily right now.
0: Is, yeah, that's the stupid thing. Oh, I hate them. They didn't have any joints left in the face for the eyes. But she just has this dead stare.
1: She <laughs> She had the legs of a goat and a dead stare.
0: Oh, she's terrible. So yeah, that's one of my wor- least favorite characters. Uh oh, skirts, skirts get to be a pain too. When, uh, I see a new character with skirts. I'm like, Oh, can we open up that skirt and let's see some legs? Cause they, they get really tough to animate.
1: So it's not, it's not like you're a, an additive problem. If you open a skirt and show leg, it's not skirt plus leg.
0: No, you know, it's the kind of, it's the kind of skirt that are full skirts. Um, they just don't work well. They, they try to put that on a mount. Where's that skirt going to go? It's just a that's,
1: that's true. Side saddle. You could go side saddle. Side saddle. It, it would be <laughs> it would be for dresses and for wizards. So, but mini skirts work. Kilts. Kilts.
0: <laughs> Kilts work well.
1: Mini skirts.
0: Uh, or there, you know, there's a reason that. Um, If you're going to do a skirt, you you can design it so that there's some kind of slit down the leg that lets it move a little bit. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Fair, fair. Um, Bunny said, maybe that's why, like in every fantasy game, now robes always have pants.
0: Probably. It just makes it easier. Yeah. Or you do it in Unreal and let Unreal do all the animation for you. Yeah.
1: So... (laughs) it's it's funny, like, every once in a while we'll talk about EQ facelift, like EQ1 facelift. It's like, what what if you just sort of update it, and it's like, it's so massive at this point. Like...
0: No, you don't have to do the whole thing at once if you were going to do it, you know? Give yourself start, this chunk, mm-hmm. then go this chunk, and you've got to roll it out. You can't just say, as big as EverQuest is, boom, here's the whole sure. game. You'll never you'll never do it. You'll never be able to do that.
1: I think the challenge though is like, start small. Can you keep up with the demand or is it one of those things where all of a sudden then you're just introducing yet another new art style, really?
0: If I were going to do it too, um, it would limit, you don't need 600 player characters. You don't need all these different races. Trim those out a little bit. That would be helpful. And EQ2 There's no reason that the elves and the humans shouldn't be sharing a skeleton. Whoever designed that, they all have a little bit different arm lengths, and then they threw in the Soga models, which don't pay attention to any rules. They're just, why why did they just take those Soga models and put them on the head, on the bodies? That would have saved me a lot. Imagine, so I'm swinging a sword, right, and I'm applying that animation, a character whose arms are six inches longer than the other character. Now he's hitting something totally in a different area. So mm-hmm. it, it's it just, I know how to make it, do this. So I'm hoping we get the chance because um, you have to think, you have to think forward when you're building an MMO.
1: Yeah. So you, you referenced something models. What was
0: it? Remember remember, um, I don't know if you were there then because the EQ2, it took, sent for the asia pacific market they wanted to do more anime style yes so they sent those out some of them are look nice but then for some reason someone said let's bring them into the american market Hmm. and so we have player characters we have the soga player characters you can pick one or the other yeah for some reason the soga the soga troll looks like the hulk it's just weird it's just strange and it doesn't fit in with anything
1: next time i go in i'll have to look at it because i was i was checking that chat was explaining the toggle to me for those models um when when i was in eq2 the last time
0: someone asked can i reuse animations from models um it's difficult with eq2 to try to get a character to use the same animation. Um, it was, they didn't make it easy. All the joints are in different spots. So what I have to do is copy the animation onto the new character for every animation. And there's 37 skeletons. Uh, you got to copy it on there, clean out the translation. So it's only using rotation. And then it kind of works well, but it kind of works. So I can use to some extent on, um, player characters (laughs) is that bard in eq2 uh my bard gives himself a tracheotomy when he's singing
1: frank is that eq1
0: yeah yeah i'm I'm not touching that one
1: yeah in in that case it's (laughs) sorry it's just it's gonna be that way it's Um, gonna be that way yeah it's um I mean, it's got to be interesting. So you've been there almost 20 years. You're working on a game that, you know, I, I've, I've come back to it a few months ago. I'm amped to see that there's still an engaged community. Um, there's There are people that, like, are really honestly passionate about, like, the world and the lore and the characters and, like, wanting oh, yeah, to see I've this Oh, yeah, I've met them. I've met them at
0: Fanfare. No, it, we went to, when we do the... um SOE lives. Yeah. I remember the first time we were going to do uh, an art panel and a lot of people said, no one's going to show up at your art panel. There'll be 10, 15 people. And the first time we got in there, this was, there were 250 people. And it was amazing. The whole, the whole room was full and it was really great. So I get, to, I get to meet a lot of the players. I, I kid around with them on the forums. Uh, so that you can see how passionate they are. Just, I mean, just the fact that some guy, pissed off at me because I changed the frog. You know? mm-hmm. Sorry. I didn't mean to take out your character. Yeah,
1: well, and that's the other thing, too, is um, on, on one hand, yeah, there's a bit of a challenge like when you're doing things and your your passion as well. I mean, you, you, you wouldn't be there for that number of years if you weren't passionate about um, the product that you're working on, the universe that you're in, etc. Um, and so it's like The individuals that are doing the work are are passionate, but I also know how taxing it is when you're, like, passionate. You're trying to do the best thing possible given whatever circumstance, you know, like the change is necessitating or whatever. And then when you get that negative, which is inevitable, it's like, oh, man. Oh,
0: yeah, of course. Yeah.
1: But it's – if and this is, like, that Gordon Ramsay thing. Like, uh, years ago, I watched all the, like, Kitchen Nightmares. And there was always like the people that had like a, a restaurant that was like, well, but no one complains. He's like, yeah, they just don't come back. They don't give a shit. Right. And so I do think when people are upset about the change on a 20 year old model or whatever, that just shows like people still give a shit.
0: Yeah. That's, that's why we can't change a lot. You know, you have to, um, when I'm changing something on a character, you got to really think, okay, am I doing this for me? because i don't like it mm-hmm. and or am i doing it because it really needs it so there's to play that back and forth too I realize how um, passionate these people are we had um uh some kind of community summit in the parking lot one time oh, and this guy came up and said uh um eq 2 and when i was stationed overseas it's how i was able to connect with my family you know we played eq2 together while i was stationed, there. and really you know it really brought home how important this is to some people
1: well i i mean i haven't played nearly as much as many if not some nights most people in the chat right like people have been playing for 20 years um, and I still have some of, like, my best memories. I don't remember shit about San Diego, to be honest with you. I remember some mountain biking really? on the weekends. But I played EverQuest whenever I wasn't working on EverQuest. Like, I can tell you all about, like, sunsets and oasis. I don't know if I saw a sunset on whatever the hell beach is in San Diego in the, you know, six years I lived there. So
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
1: It's an important part of a lot of people's history. Um, does the team kind of remember that
0: now? <laughs> Remember we did we they redid the graphics engine um, yeah this is two thousand five and I just remember um, shaders and on the characters just awesome' just like, "Wow, look at this, this looks really good on the newer characters and I remember there was a sunset somewhere that looked amazing, and you'd just be like, "This is everQuest mm. so getting getting those care the old characters up to the fidelity of the newer characters is would really change a lot. Yeah.
1: And I guess I was misstating my question, which was like, my assumption is, it it shouldn't be a question. My assumption is that the team that's there is pretty damn passionate about it. Um, So is there a lot of sort of drive of like, all right, so what are the next 10 years going to look like?
0: Yeah, there's definitely that, you know, there's, um, I think this is going to go on way longer than 10 years, you know, and there's plans going on i'm not i can't get, yeah, get yeah into no, it that's fine but yeah 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 we're gonna we really want to keep this license going and so we're not gonna let it die
1: absolutely yeah, yeah. no i know you can't say anything but it's it's exciting the stuff you haven't said so far is still got me excited so um Let's see. Um, what was the hardest model to animate? Does the model size make it any more or less difficult?
0: The hardest model to animate? So we did CareFirm, the sleeper. Um, and this is a lot of A lot of times we'll change a character in EQ2. At our care Firm, it looks nothing like the sleeper because the sleeper was 60 polys, and it was just this white clear thing, right? Mm-hmm. Our, our care firm is green, but he has a little bit of that, um, glowy quality on him. So we are trying to, you know, at least have some, but he, I put so many joints in that character. He is really difficult to animate. And I don't know if you guys play EQ two. Um, he did this whole thing where care firm fights his character wrong and they get shot to the moon. Um, animated care firm to the zone. So I actually had the zone guys give me the geometry because he knocks over statues and it ended up being this enormous cutscene that took months to animate and we're never doing it again because of the work it took. But it was it came out really amazing. You know, normally a character in EQ two and EQ one, here, I attack, I come back here. You know, I'm always coming back to the same spot. That's difficult because sometimes you want to step through and keep going. But you can't because you gotta yeah. always step and come back. Are was great because he because I had the zone, he was just animating all over the place. He was it's a lot of fun, but he was tough. Is built.
1: Yeah, I forgot the whole step and come back thing. That was always a always an issue. Yeah.
0: Um there are always there come been back to a- the root.
1: Uh, a couple of questions about just, like, um, I, I'm noticing theme. There's, like, uh, the ability to, is there a way to edit textures modeled locally? I think that kind of relates to uh, what Zoidberg was asking as well, which is, um, when revamping you can one is there no way to have a toggle on-off switch for a choice of texture packs, like new remastered packs, Halo, etc.?
0: Yeah, that's more of a code question.
1: Yeah. And my assumption... I guess, sure. <laughs> yeah, for texturing, maybe, but then anything that changes geo, right, that that probably creates some issues. Um, yeah, I figured I'd ask since what it's
0: in here. What is the most... Let's see. What has been model you enjoyed working on? So there's a couple I really had fun with. Um, on EQ1... That little tinkered gnome bot he was a lot of fun he's one of the last characters i did before i left mm-hmm. and just this little i did this fun little dance on him and i redid him in eq2 and tried to get that dance so he kind of does it in eq2 but meat beasts were a lot of fun the ducks had we we had a lot of fun with those ducks and uh there's a funny story um a player on the forums, Katana Lama, he just was posting he wanted a rabbit. He wanted a rabbit. So we did the rabbit for him. Then his pal error gets on and starts doing this duck campaign. And this forum page just went hundreds and hundreds of posts. So we started really – I remember there was a fanfare, and Katana Lama goes, how come you're not doing the ducks? And I told – I said – you got to tell error to be louder. <laughs> so all of a sudden, the next day, the forms were <clears> with <throat> all these duck posts. It was hilarious. So we did the duck. Um, and then for a while, we had uh, Serena was just bugging me about doing a broom. You got to do a broom. I want a broom mount. I want a broom mount. So <laughs> we knock out the broom mount. But we teased all of them for about a year you know i had a countdown for okay 732 and i was like what number is that and that was the days till we were going to release this thing it wasn't maybe it was like 180 but i counted down every single day 179 every no one knew what it was well i guess they kind of figured out but eventually we did that broom mount came out and that was a lot of fun there was almost no animation in that one but that was a lot of fun it's frog luck surf on the broom what yeah in the world they ride, they ride it like a skateboard
1: I'm going to have to if if somebody could link the gnome the clockwork gnome in chat that would be awesome I'd love to like see a picture of it um, otherwise I have to google it afterwards um, Zima said the death animation on the gnomes riding the mechs from Secrets of Fedor is epic
0: oh that nice. one was a fun one that character was so fun. Yeah.
1: The mechanical sure arm snaps the neck of the, the gnome riding the thing? What?
0: You do something nuts. If I can get something in like that where I'm just having a lot of fun. Uh, and the idols. Characters, tool users. On, I'm just looking for uh, that tinkered bot.
1: Oh, thank you, Snow. Well, I've I'll, seen these I'll guys.
0: See and then I, I did a T-Rex in EQ2 that... This is funny. Uh, when I first started, there was this whole back list of um, characters that were from Outsource, and there was a T-Rex, Stegosaur. Um, and I was just animating those in my free time because I love Tyrannosaurs. And that thing finally went in, but Dave Brown EQ2ized it. So it's all, it's not a T Rex. It's got like all gnarly bumps. And it's, it's really, it's a good one. The Stegosaur was really great. I animated every single one of those scales, but when Dave built the EQ2 version of it, um, he didn't have any scales. So you don't see that animation.
1: (laughs) Do you guys. So you mentioned outsource. Um, this is just a random curiosity question from my end. Um, have you been able to outsource animation at all? Have you had any luck
0: in that department? No, or? no, it's, no. It's, it's 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 really tough for what you have to do in hmm. our engine and just to deal with all the different characters. We haven't tried it. At some point we might, but we haven't really talked about that yet.
1: I've I've had challenges with it in the past, especially um, so I just worked on a a online horse adventure game and the animations were like the number one thing that our our audience like they went through animations with a fine tooth comb. They were so intense. They were as intense as 12 to 14 year old girls can be about animations (laughs) in a virtual world. Like, um, but it was, you know, because every new horse has unique animations and they, they know, right. They know how an Andalusian works. Right. And so the,
0: the trotting and the prancing, it's all different, right?
1: All different, dude. Oh my goodness. Biometrics of horse discussion.
0: When I was on Pirates of the Bernie Sea, I snuck an animation in and it was an emote. It was slash two. If you want slash two, your pirate farted. And there were some people that were so mad because all people were doing on the docks was standing around going, <laughs> it was so funny.
1: <laughs> you, you got a number of two question marks
0: in chat. Let's see. Number two, number two, slash two, t- number two. I should put that in eq
1: too. Slash number two is a different animation.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, there's yep. Rosie Posey. Mm-hmm. Here comes the trouble.
1: Have you ever won the G- Giggle Gibber Goblin Lottery? I don't, I don't know that's what that EQ is.
0: Hmm. I don't know that I've ever played that. Yeah, that Steam Suit mech was really good.
1: Oh, it looks amazing. For those of you just listening in.
0: No, that's no, that's EQ1. I don't know that I did that one. I did it in EQ2. Um, let me see if I can find it. No I don't see it oh here's the here's the gnome but without a head, if you remember this. So this was the EQ2 version of that Eq1 character. I don't know why he doesn't have a head. Hang on. There he is. Oh, there he is. Okay. And he did, he had some fun. If I can get some fun idols in there. And he's asleep. The key turns.
1: Yeah, I swear I'm familiar with this one. I don't think I've ever seen that happen. Now,
0: then when he dies... Let's see. Hang on. This is our in-house character tool.
1: Oh, wow. So, if you're just listening, I don't even know how to begin to describe that to you. You'll have to just click the video like
0: that are a lot of fun. How much,
1: how much, um, like how much is it specific direction from designers or from someone, um, versus you kind of improvising when it comes to animations?
0: Um, usually if I get someone has a special thing they want, they'll come and say, Mm -hmm. I want this, I want this, I want this. And we'll go back and forth. It's um, Chris Garlic. He's an EQ2 designer. Usually comes up, and Carlos too. Carlos Moore are um, the guys that really want you know to be involved. And Carlos will come up with some stuff that you're like, well, I don't understand. <laughs> he, we'll get there. Chris Garlic. We just did a uh, the cowboy themed zone, and he goes. I'm gonna put a, a mechanical bull these characters are right right i think um nick viator he's a uh environment guy he's going well why don't we make it a meat beast so we gave him this mechanical meat beast what and that's amazing yeah when the character clicks on it he starts riding it and it was it was it was fun a lot of people were working on that so there was a lot of back and forth there on that mechanical meat beast
1: but that, is that out yet <laughs> Is that out or is that? Yeah, that
0: was out? that was that was a spring expansion. Okay. Okay. It was great cr- it was nuts.
1: The um so how many animations do you typically like does each character need?
0: EQ's great. An EQ NPC needs thirteen. Um that's very I can I can knock it that out in three days, two, three days. Uh EQ two character, a monster needs uh fifty ish. So if just a monster fifty about fifty. If it's a tool user, like a someone that is a biped who's gonna be using different weapons, there's about seventy five animations. And that a tool user will usually take me uh a week and a half to two weeks. Depending on tentacles and <laughs> tails and stuff yeah. like that. So when you say tool So the user- opposite I think the NPCs for EQ1 are a little limited. They're always in combat idle. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be, I would go another 10 animations, to, so about 25, I think would really fill out that character. So then he could be idling, combat enter, combat exit, and probably a few more idles.
1: Right. When you say tool user, um, I mean, that's fairly... Is that like if something's using a pickaxe, or is that like code for...
0: That just an uh, uh, it could be used in a pickaxe. It could be using uh, a weapon, whereas a monster won't have a weapon. He'll just be you know attacking. So if he's holding something, and if he's gonna use uh, talking animations, then he's a tool user.
1: Okay, and then the the difference between like the the fifty and the thirteen is it because of things like facial expression and all that. So why are there so many more?
0: Uh, they went a little bananas when they were coming up with the list, I think. Um, like, the EQ2 players have thousands of animations. Um, I think an EQ1 player has a, a hundred, maybe. So, there's a happy medium. I think if I were going to be doing a character, it would probably come in around for the a really good player character going you could do it in 125 animations right and that's including all the um, no yeah all the emotes yeah Uh, i'd say 125 but uh for the reason that the npcs are just so few animations they only have one attack Mm. um they have a death an ouch and a jump running a walk and a couple others now, we had done a new animation tree 2005 so if I want to add animations into there, I can. Like, uh, those orcs they had three different casts. Um, they had a bunch three or four animations too. So the ability there to add more animations. Some of the best animations in EQ are the idols of death. There's a funny, there's a kobold um, in EQ and Fister always loved when you went to loot the body it would jump back up right so it would scare them. and we redid those kobolds and I remember Fister came down and said I need that thing to <laughs> attack me when it's dead so that's still there and then it's also in the EQ2 version too
1: it's um oh, question about what happened with luckland model animation sorry if it's been asked already um
0: they were done before i was there
1: yeah <laughs> and then immediately after i don't think you know, there was much you know, discussion I, don't, I don't mean i don't them. mean
0: to bag on those luckland models those guys you guys were you were on luckland weren't you
1: yeah, I was, I was a full-time design apprentice during Lachlan.
0: Those guys were just killing themselves trying to get that thing out. And I yeah. think toward the end of it, someone said, hey, let's put horses in. And that's no small task, adding horses to all those characters. So they were just crunching and crunching and crunching.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it, it was definitely challenging times um let's see but i guess i guess what a lot of people seem to ask uh, what i've run into is it was challenging to get it done but then why didn't we go in like immediately in the expansion or two afterwards and like continue to go in and i honestly aside from just the fact that we never weren't under a lot of pressure you start moving ahead I don't, I don't know if there's, like, a technical reason. I don't know if it was just a time constraint or, hey, we didn't have access to the files one month
0: later. Yeah, I don't know. Player characters also have different animations for different types of spells. You know the... Um, the one thing that would help the Luckland models is if they started and ended all their animations from the same animation. They pop all over the place. So they're just, you know, that's one thing that bugs me about them.
1: Mm. But it's not, I mean, at this point, it's just not fixable, right?
0: No, it's, it's not even worth it. Yeah. What single task took you the longest to complete? Um... got a task coming up that's going to take quite a while um i'm hoping to get started on that soon but it's usually anything with a new player uh he did um erican this took a while we've done vampires those always take a while um oh this is a question for you how soon after luckland ship was pop being worked on um
1: that's a weird period uh, because it feels like Lucklin, um, it was the usual sort of as Lucklin was wrapping up, um, there was basically pop pre-planning. the The challenge is that was a period where the people that were initially doing the pop sort of concepting and pre-planning were the ones that were first to go to Sigil. So that was really like so. I sure thought. Lucklin became there was, there's this like. Bit of chaos at the end of Luckland because Luckland was just chaotic all the way up until it, when it shipped and through ship, to be honest, because stuff wasn't done even when it shipped. There's still work going on, um, you know, after it shipped. So there was that. And then it felt like there was the kickoff for Pop and the commitment for Pop. It had been committed to. And then there was also the announcement of it seemed like every week there was another one to. Five person is leaving the company announcement during that period um and and it was you know those announcements were like oh brad's leaving other and it's just like oh well that's interesting especially as i went from being a full-time apprentice to we shipped luckland it's like you're a real designer now great and then i'm looking around and it's like things are kind of weird and then all of a sudden it's like and people are leaving it's like okay, uh, what does this mean for us? And then it was like, hey, guess what, guys? You're in charge. And uh, we're going to have this expansion that's going to be done like whenever it was, like end of the year. And the theme is uh, you're going to invade the plains and deal with all the gods. Have fun. And so after the initial shock of like, what is this? Huh? Seriously? And then what do we do after that? Like, how do we design this thing so that there's still a game afterwards? Like, whose idea was this? How do we make this cool? And then it, I think there was a little bit of it. And we had a few ideas, and then it was like, all right, but do we need to use them? They're all leaving. Do we, do we need to use any of their ideas if they all leave the company? Okay, can we just start our own ideas? And then we just went batshit crazy and hammered forward, and that's when you came in.
0: Well, a lot of, during that time. A lot of the models were outsourced to VSI, and that was Matt McDonald's company. And um, and I, I don't remember. I didn't have to deal with those a lot because I pretty much was just doing the gods. Mm. Uh, yeah. Um.
1: So. Ergo, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, Genghis Khan, um, was Wrath Council not finished when people got to it? Just curious. Um, I So here. here's my recollection on that. Um, it was finished, but it hadn't... I, I don't think... So essentially, when you look at the challenges that we ran into um, with Wraith Council and also like Plane of Time... Even if they were technically finished, they would have benefited from a hell of a lot more um, testing. And at that point, like we were we were done. So the stuff that was even technically finished, it just wasn't tested to the point that it needed to be, if I remember correctly. Um, And then with plenty of time, we really another element on top of that, that was a challenge for us was we um, we really wanted it to be as much of a surprise as possible as well. Um, In terms of, you know, holy shit, we have a four-headed dragon and like it really wanted it to be something very unique and surprise the players, which um, that is one of those your first year, two years in the design sort of discipline mistakes that you make where you're like, if we don't show it to them, then they'll be surprised. Um, and that'll be worth it. No, if we don't show it to them, they'll be surprised because the shit doesn't work. And then they're going to be upset. So.
0: Heard you talk about soul row and Ralos a lot. Did you enjoy those more than the soul? is a place in my heart. Cause he was the first guy that I did in EverQuest. Um, Zach, I really enjoy because I've animated him three times. So there's actually an EQ two version of Ralos. There's, the E version, and then there's the new. I wish Dave was around because he could get the screenshots. But he was really good. Um, I really like doing the Valin and Talon Zek. They were kind of cool. Um, it's fun for me when I get to redo these characters in EQ2. Um, the engine is a little more animation friendly, so mm-hmm. I get to do a little more with them. Um, I did Sol Row and EQ2, um, his hands, but I'm only using one. So when he's spinning, I'm doing this hand switching stuff with him. So it goes like this, disappears from this hand in one frame and appears in this one. So I, he's really, he's twirling batons like crazy. So he was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I swear, so I I think I saw like a video of that and was like, what the? And then I realized I was looking at an updated version.
0: Um, Oh, look, Hartzman's here. There's Scott.
1: Hartzman. He's in chat. Uh, So good to stop in here and see Tom's happy face and get a healthy dose of Luckland PTSD. Hartzman brought (laughs) gin.
0: We're all here, Scott. I'm going to know about you.
1: And Todd Schmidt. <laughs>
0: There's Todd Schmidt.
1: <laughs> So what other questions do we have? I'm scrolling back up to see if, if we missed anything. I've been really bad moderators I've already apologized in discord I've, it's been very distracting for me today um, there's been a little little background noise so I was I totally forgot to even check discord I've just been staring at chat um, let's see I mean looking wondering what was the most difficult model for Tom or do you miss that one we we was that the goat woman with the flags
0: yeah, in EQ1, we had an expansion in EQ2 where everything had tentacles. It was, oh, you know, almost every character was octopus-type kind of thing, and that gets really old after. You know, when I'm animating a new character, I would say 60% is fun and 40% is just like, okay, here's his turn animation, here's his sit this and next to that. And I always usually animate the fun ones first. So then I've got a few days of just like, <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> but these tentacles, the thing that's usually good with animating these monsters is everything's a little bit different. You know, we did a spider bear. Those tentacles, everything. Oh, it's like, oh, more tentacles. And here comes some more tentacles. <laughs> and we did a expansion a couple years ago, and it was all dragons it was almost all dragons and you think that's going to be the greatest thing and you're like we're doing dragons after the first two you're like uh this is all it's all starting to look the same (laughs) so
1: let's see um like on that note though i'm curious if there was more i've had this discussion with other animators um if there are there are more things like actual cutscenes and things like that, do you? I, I've got strong opinions on not using them. um
0: I don't. I don't enjoy them. I try to get yeah. them. Um the, EQ, the EQ2 engine is not very friendly with cutscenes. Then um, usually don't have a whole lot of time for that kind of stuff.
1: But as an animator, if Chris, the engine Chris, was
0: better for it, would you be more into it? it Yeah, probably. Chris Myers, he was a longtime EQ2 animator. He did this amazing sequence with I think it was Balon, and he animated to the zone. The door came flying open, and he came busting through. It's probably one of the better characters in EQ2. It was great. It was really well done. It's Mm. nice to always have an animator besides working solo, because you're always throwing ideas off each other, trying to top each other and you're just making each other better you know Mm -hmm. if you have a team of guys around that are just all really great you're just going to get better
1: Mm. did teaching help as well in that in that regard
0: teaching did help me out a lot because it really made me have to go back to all the intro principles and Mm -hmm. it really sunk in my head you know there was no way I was going to make an animator out of half these kids in eleven weeks. So there was an eleven week course, but um, a couple of them we hired and were working with us for a while. So I, yeah. it made me feel good that I was able to, you know, get the knowledge out there.
1: Right on. Um,
0: oh, I didn't animate the opening sequence on that Dragon Attack. I'd like to redo it. That would be fun. In EQ two, it's a little then- rough.
1: Wacky Marv asked, um, if all, if you animated all the, um, uh, veil of Alaris aliens.
0: I don't think I did. Was that EQ one? I'll
1: that wait EQ for two? chat to reply. Um, No, it doesn't look like a year's lineup for that. And then um, Jay Popperworm asks, asked, how many hours a day did you work during peak times?
0: Usually, when I'm in the office, when we're in the office, I get in about 8.30 and I'd leave uh, 5.30. Now, I'm starting at 7.38 and I'm off at 5.30. So about the same. Okay. I'm getting more done at home, though. We'll will say that.
1: What about during Pop? I, I look back oh, on pop, all of the crap. That, like, there are so many characters and so many zones.
0: Yeah, I would say Pop, we were making 12-hour days sometimes. I, I never – I haven't had to work, um, you know, 18-hour days or anything like that since Blasto. Blasto was the worst crunch I've ever done. as a PS1 game. Yeah. Um, and I'll never do it again. You, you just stop getting work done. Your creativity just goes out, if you're, and you just mm-hmm. burn out so fast. So I, I get enough done in, you know, 730 to 530 to keep everybody happy, I think.
1: We've hit on a lot of specifics. I'm curious, when you look back, like, and it doesn't have to be, like, we're not saying explicit stack ranking or whatever, but are there a couple of moments where you look back during that time and it really just stands out as like sort of that your favorite period Um
0: during development on EQ1 you mean
1: um, in general I mean you've been there you've been there for 18 years so I'm curious when you when you're at a company for 18 years working on a property for 18 years
0: I would say it's funny because there it comes and goes um, uh, first First pop was re- the my favorite time on that was probably depths of dark hollow. Um, that's when I really hit my stride with 3D Studio Max, doing some really great stuff. And some of that stuff still holds up. Hmm. EQ two, you know, was um hit some hit a really great time. And then something happens in a team where you just it just feels like us. Oh, someone's trying to crush us, and then it comes back and you're hitting a great time uh, the whole time with the meat beasts with. Um, ducks, we had a really solid team going there and you look at the zones, you look at the characters, they look really great. And right now, right now with Darkbot, um, even though we're really small, I think it's one of the better times in, uh, my time here with the company too. It really feels like we're being empowered to do something great. And if we drop the ball, it's going to be our fault. So it feels like, you know, we're a new, it feels like, oh, I think, um, little companies must feel like right. it's in our hands. If we have to, we have to run with it, or we have no one to blame but ourselves.
1: Yeah, that's got to be nice. It, it, there's so there's no like bureau, like bureaucratic sort of layers you've got to go through and all that. It's more just,
0: really yeah. aren't. Whatever was there is has been cleaned up, and they trust us. Um, we ship. We never missed a date. Yeah. Uh, so. Small
1: RT. <laughs> yeah it's it's awesome i'm i mean i i'm really curious to sort of continue to watch the development knowing you know roughly now that i've got sort of an image of the, the team size and stuff because I, I, i'm still um you know i think when you're so familiar with the property you're so familiar with the tools you're familiar with each other at this point you don't have a lot of overhead yeah. um I, i'm excited to see some cool stuff um you know continue to come out and um yeah man it's I, I i would say in in this is a this is a weird one um but i've, I've got to ask it anyway just again because why not um like the that company transition to where you're at now um like how long is that Taken. I mean, it's a, it's a much smaller team size, but it does sound like, you know, uh, that you're describing a lot of positives and stuff. Like, has it been that way for a while? Is this something that's sort of just happened in the last year or two? Like,
0: Sony Online and Daybreak, it's always been uh, for me, request teams and the rest of the company you hear things about the other company that I didn't even know about because I was just a good time on the EverQuest team. We're all so tight. Um, so getting to this, this hasn't been an overnight thing. There was plenty of planning to get a break or dark paw going. And it's just starting to feel like we're hitting a groove. You no, know, it's nice where COVID came along. Um, Everyone's trying to do crazy ships with, you know, just trying to get this game out when no one's at the office. That was a learning curve. I think yeah. we're all doing really well now. Yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so Ryan Ryan Barker just popped in as well. Katerin.
0: Hey, Ryan.
1: He was there for thirteen expansions on EQ. Like, when he came in and and talked to us about that, I was just, like, blown away.
0: It's nice that the San Diego area is getting a few more game studios, too. When, back in the day, there was... was, They're all over the place. And now, for the last few years, there's been nothing. It's been us and Rockstar. Yeah. And now we've got... um, amazon's close intrepid's over there half half our team left or over intrepid it's sony online west yeah um so i hope those guys do well because we're gonna start hiring them back soon (laughs) nice
1: (laughs) ergo thank you for the sub i appreciate it um yeah, it's well. It's that was part of the reason why I went to Austin um, when the opportunity to work on DC and go to Austin appeared. Was it just didn't feel like there were a ton of companies in yeah. that sort of San Diego proper area at the time. Um, Sister was going to go to Austin. Do you remember that? Um, I remember. I remember. That discussion, but it
0: was. He oh, wanted me to go with him, um, and I, I said, I'm not, I'm not going to Austin.
1: Yeah, I, he I was, was going to run that studio, that. but then he left. He
0: he left soon after that.
1: Yeah, um, I, I've, I've actually, I, I kind of paused on that one, I because it was like a, um, I was trying to remember if Dallas, uh, another individual, like if he, I think he was in Austin. Dude, though, but I thought they knew each other. Anyway, um, I totally forgot about that, and it's weird because when you said it, like I just had to like stumble and pause because I was like, oh shit, yeah, I think that might have that w- was that a discussion? And yeah. it's weird to think how my life would have changed.
0: <laughs> forget the reason why, but I just that just popped into my head. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, it was
1: so weird, man! Like that, that kind of. Well, I think we would have been able to ship the. DC universe in under 5 years had he actually come out um that would have been yeah. <laughs>
0: oops oh uh, well, I guess we should probably start wrapping this up
1: yeah I think so too we're we're hitting that point dude I dude
0: yeah
1: I appreciate um I appreciate your time I'm scanning chat right now to see if um if there's anything we missed there I don't think so um some some thanks uh jettis Thank you. So, so Thanks, much. everyone,
0: for listening to my nonsense.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, appreciate everybody being here. If you miss any critical question, if you watch the VOD and you think of anything, let us know. Um, Tom is in Discord.
0: You can always get a hold of me and look and feel on the forums. Yeah. A, they monitor that pretty closely. So, cool, not much on EQ1 forums.
1: Yep, yep. All right, dude. Tom, I appreciate you taking over two hours Thanks, John. to come hang out with us. Good to talk to you. Yeah. Uh, talk soon. Yes. All right, guys. Bye, Tom.